Hi, and welcome to the Turn On Engagement podcast focused on the topic of the Great Resignation. Um, I'm your host, Chris Pereira, and we actually have a very special guest today, uh, Kevin, Dr. Kevin Smith, Vice President, uh, Employee Experience with Unforgettable Coatings Incorporated, also known as UCI. Uh, today, we're going to hear from uh, Kevin and how his organization has been working through the challenges of the Great Resignation and how their commitment to their employees, their culture, and their values has allowed them to remain resilient post-COVID and through the Great Resignation. Kevin's professional experience has been in the fields of organizational development, human resource management, and human resource development. Kevin has been teaching graduate and undergraduate courses since 1995. He currently serves as Vice President of the of, uh, Vice President Employee Experience for Unforgettable Coatings, a construction company that specializes in painting and specialized coatings with operations in Arizona, Nevada, Utah, and Idaho. His educational background um, includes a bachelor's degree in organizational communication from Brigham Young University, a master's degree in human resources and organizational development from the University of San Francisco, and a doctorate in psychology with an emphasis in organizational development from Alliant International University. He and his wife have five children, two grandchildren, uh, two and four years old, uh, and, I'm sorry, two years old and four months old. Uh, Kevin has been raised in the state of Arizona, uh, gained much of his uh, work experience and education in California, and is now living in Southern Utah, enjoying the diversity and beauty associated with four distinct seasons and clear skies. We look forward to hearing from Kevin Smith, uh, Vice President, Employee Experience with Unforgettable Coatings Incorporated, next Turn On Engagement Podcast. All right, welcome back to our Turn On Engagement podcast. Our Turn On Engagement podcast episode today focuses on the Great Resignation, uh, also known as the Big Quit and the Great Reshuffle. This pandemic era phenomenon known as the Great Resignation started in the spring of 2021 and has continued into 2022. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, almost 48 million people voluntarily quit their jobs in 2021, with a peak historical record of voluntary quits of 4.5 million in November of 2021. Uh, so far this year, January and February, we've seen an average of 4.3 million quits. And while this is slightly down, it appears that these labor statistics will continue well into 2022. There's a lot of debate on what, what the actual drivers are for these record quit rates. Experts are discussing and debating the causes uh, and even the data that's being reported. Please join our webinar, Understanding the Great Resignation, in our SHRM and HRCI pre-approved uh, CE webinars as we take a deep dive in understanding the Great Resignation. You can register for those CE courses at hubengage.com. What is not debatable is how the current labor market has created a challenge for many employers who are struggling to attract and retain talent. Here to discuss what his organization is doing to combat the great resignation is Kevin Smith, Vice President, Employee Experience for Unforgettable Coatings. Welcome, Kevin. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate your inviting me to share a little bit about my thoughts on the great resignation and, and also my employer, Unforgettable Coatings. Now, before I do have a few questions for you today, but before we get into that, um, I understand you have a new member uh, in your family, uh, one of the furry kind. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about him. 
Well, thanks, Chris. I, um, I mostly love him. Uh, his, his, full, his full name is Sancho Donald Ralph Calhoun Smith. We call him Doc for short, which, which is named after one of my uh, uncles. And um, his, his background is he's uh, allegedly a half Bernice mountain dog, which is a breed I'd never heard of, and uh, half, Labernese, half Labrador retriever and half poodle. And uh, we don't talk about the poodle much. <laughs> but he, he looks he looks more like an uh, Appenzell or Senenhoek. Um and I'll show you a picture sometime. That that would be great. Uh, you know, uh, we picked up a uh, a puppy a couple of years ago. Uh, right, you know, ironically, right at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, and uh, she's been a great joy uh, to have around. So I'm sure that's going to be a great add to your family, and you guys are are going to really enjoy um, re really enjoy Doc. You know, Kevin, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for well over a decade. You know, I, I certainly consider you a mentor, uh, a true friend. Uh, one of the things that I've always admired most about you is your passion for your employees uh, and the job that you do with them. Um, you know, it is fitting that uh, you're the vice president uh, over employee experience at UCI. Um, I personally have believed that you have always been an employee experience leader well before the term was ever created. Uh, you know, we've been using, you know, that people experience term for, for a few years now in HR. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it really is uh, how we treat our employees, but um, how we treat our employees by example uh, in our actions and what we say and what we do. So Kevin, if you would, would you tell me a little bit about your role uh, at Unforgettable Codings and what your mission is? Yeah, happy to, Chris, and, and um, thank you for the kind words, but, you know, it's uh, in those 10 years, I always thought you were the mentor, so um, um, I'm eager to share what, what maybe you've taught me, and, uh, but at my, my role at um, Unforgettable Coatings uh, is, um, it, it's interesting, it's, uh, we've got 300 employees across four different states, and I think it's interesting that a role in a, in a blue collar environment like mine would even be created. And um, most of our production employees are Spanish speakers. And it's truly a blue collar environment. You know, uh, physical labor is required and, and a skill set that, uh, you know, you require somebody to learn all the time because there's always new, new types of paint, new types of coating. Um, things I can't even pronounce that that um, are going on various types of structures, whether they're uh, vertical, which would be walls or horizontal, you know, decks or roofs. And and so um, the when, when I first talked to uh, the leadership of Unforgettable Coatings, um, they, they were telling me about the values of the organization and its mission, and they, and they wanted somebody to uh, help those mature and, and uh, settle in the organization. And, and, um, and so I, you know, I, I talked to him when I come to terms and I, I said, well, I, you know, I need a job description. And, and um, so they sent me one and, and, and the first uh, item on the, on the list was um, you are to love our employees. That's and awesome. In my 40 years of work, I've, you know, while I've loved employees, uh, I've never seen that actually written into a job description. And so yeah, pretty, pretty profound for sure. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I, I had to think about how I would even do that, Chris. And, and, um, and so, 
you know, to, to give you an idea, I said, well, um, you know, what, what are the values of the organization which underpin its vision and its existence and, and, and its mission? And, and they're, they're really pretty simple. And, and one of, you know, I thought the, you know, the, the leadership was going to ask me to add to it because I just done a lot of work on this, as, as you mentioned, um, in other organizations. But uh, we only have three values, and, and they are uh, compassion, uh, trust and gratitude, and in everything we do uh, is built built around those three concepts. And so, um, as I think about those, I uh, in every interaction I have with an employee, and and also outside the organization when I'm representing the organization, or even in in my daily walk with um, my family members and 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 people in my community, I, I try to keep those values in mind. And, um, you know, often I'm wearing a unforgettable coatings t-shirt because they're, they're comfortable. And, and so I kind of got that message on in case somebody ever asked me, I, you know, I stop, stop and think before I honk at somebody if, if, if um, that makes sense to you. So uh, or Kevin would probably honk at somebody if I didn't have the shirt on. So um, so I, I'm consciously aware of, of my needing to exemplify the values and actually live the values and, and, and you know, constantly be reminded of, of what gratitude and compassion and trust me. And so that's my first objective. And, I, and then I think about, you know, what are we trying to accomplish as an organization? And um, I'm reminded what uh, our founder and our, our current president and CEO said to me, those, um, the reason for our existence is, uh, you know, painting is what we do. You know, it's a vehicle, it's a, it's a product we, or a service we provide. He goes, but uh, creating and or providing unexperienced, unforgettable experience is who we are. And that requires some, some uh, you know, thought for me to un understand what, what he's trying to say there. And I, I think it was captured in, in uh, modeling and living uh, the values I identified. The mission of the organization is um, just to build build things uh, positively uh, with those with whom we come in contact, and, and you know what's enough gettable experience. Hopefully, it's a positive one, um, and you know, you know if I, if somebody can say he was treated or she can say she was treated with dignity, respect, patience, kindness. Um, I think we'd find compassion, gratitude, and trust um, at the center of the, those other values or virtues. And, and so it's not just for customers, or, uh, but it's especially for employees as, as, I, as I see it. No, that's uh, really good, Kevin. And I think that, you know, when we're talking to organizations, uh, I know sometimes we tell people that uh, they need to change their culture or, um, you know, you need to improve their culture. And sometimes that's easier said than done. I think that, uh, you know, uh, a good corporate culture, uh, you know, starts with, you know, the DNA uh, uh, that's in the leadership, uh, the DNA that's in the company, you know, foundation. Uh, and then, of course, ultimately in the employees. And all of that, right, is going to be uh, dictated uh, by how we act as an organization, how we treat our customers, how we treat our employees. Uh, our actions and what we do around us um, in our communities, uh, inside and outside of the workplace, as you mentioned earlier. Um, 
which kind of takes me to my second question. Um, one of the issues that can lead to uh, em, em, employee dissatisfaction is the non-alignment of the employee's beliefs and values uh, uh, that are different than, than their employer. Uh, you know, when I think of values uh, that I would like to align with, I think of honesty, uh, integrity, uh, compassion, you know, diversity, inclusion, uh, being a good corporate, uh, having good corporate citizenship, and then serving the communities that we're in. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, some, you know, uh, really big uh, uh, values uh, in, in your in your previous statement of uh, you know compassion, trust, and and, and gratitude. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, what you've done at UCI uh, to kind of help um, um, exemplify that or demonstrate, right? Um, you know, and I understand that you know you guys have done some really good things within your community. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, some of the things that uh, that you're doing? Well, I can tell you one story that comes to mind, Chris, that that um, had a profound effect on me. Um, both at the time and, and, and continuously. And uh, that was, uh, I've been with the company uh, about two years. And uh, about this time, two years ago, we, we were knee deep, I'm starting to get knee deep in the uh, pandemic and, and pandemic and, and, and uh, a lot of our operations are in Las Vegas. And if you may recall, the governor shut everything down, you know, the casinos, the restaurants, the hotels, a lot of service industries. And, and you know, these people can't, they, they don't have work from home opportunities. And, and so I was asked to go to Las Vegas to, um, to attend the meeting and, and there were about seven or eight of us seated around a table. And, you know, I, first time I'm meeting people and, and I just left a job I really liked um, for this and I'm still trying to fill my way through it. And, and uh, Corey Summerhays, the president says, listen, uh, here's, here's the situation. Um, the government shuts, shuts everything down. A lot of places we do business, uh, employers or customers are scared. They're, they're canceling uh, projects or they're postponing them. Um, one of our managers um, was was driving down Charleston Avenue, and which is a you know, central street in Las Vegas. And he noticed a line of cars um, that started at, uh, essentially at Highway 15 and went to Summerhill, which is on the west end of town. And he'd never seen anything like that. And so he, he films it and then he, he circles back and he, and he parks in a uh, shopping center and he walks over to somebody who's waiting in line, seemingly waiting in line for something and says, you know, what, what's this about? And, and uh, the person said, well, you know, every Thursday there's an organization at uh, the Plaza Hotel called uh, Three Square that distributes food to families who, who have lost their jobs uh, because of COVID. And, and um, and, and, you know, this is, this is like uh, 10 miles of cars. And um, so he shares that uh, with us. And then he says, uh, we, we just got paid $100,000 uh, for completing the, uh, coating the roof of the new Allegiant Stadium, which is where the Raiders play. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we, we get a sense that, you know, our community is suffering. Um, should we should we give this money to Three Square and let them buy thirty thousand dollars or thirty thousand meals to help these people that have been good to us for the last ten years? 
And, you know, as I'm sitting around, I, you know, fortunately I, I wasn't the first one to speak because it kind of went in order and, and there were production managers and office staff and a couple foremen there and they all shared their opinions. And, 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 and the other thing he told us was um, one thing um, during this pandemic, um, at least for the, you know, for the next six weeks, even if we don't have work, um, I'm going to make sure everybody, all the production workers get paid at least 80 hours, as long as they're, they're willing and able to work if there is work. And, um, and I never heard of anything like that. And um, so he, he tempers uh, the questions with that. And, and, you know, I just joined the company I'm, and he said, and, and I asked the workers to um, forego 30% of the performance bonus that, that, that they make uh, in order to not lay anybody off. And, and you know, I'm thinking, well, that, that applies to me as well. And I go, how am I going to tell that to my wife? I just changed jobs, you know, and, and um, but you know, that's what's required. That's what's required. And, and um, so I'm listening to people share their opinions about what we should do with this hundred thousand dollars in light of, um, you know, feeling a pinch of, of uh, possibly 30% of, of pay for the next six weeks. And, and um, as, as, as I listen to people respond to the question, it, it just occurs to me that Corey wouldn't have asked the question if he wasn't prepared to do it. And he wouldn't be prepared to do it unless he was really, really committed to the values and the mission of the organization. And so that's pretty much how I responded. And, and that's, that's what we did. And it, it, it involved uh, not only making that donation to this organization uh, on the same day or, or the next week, um, we had about 80 painters um, work at three different service stations. We essentially rented for the day. And as, as people went to pick up boxes of food, um, however many there were, we gave out vouchers for $15 worth of gas, which was a lot more valuable, you know, two years ago than it would be today. But um, so once they got their food, they could go to one of three gas stations and um, we would give the snacks and waters and, you know, Red Bulls and, and Cokes and, and wash windshields and, and pump gas for them. And, Employees got a chance to serve, and um, and and which was beautiful. And and uh, you know, so I remember once one instance, Corey, where first uh, Chris, where somebody comes in driving a Maserati, and um, <laughs> um, you know, we and I'm serious, we we fill, put in fifteen dollars worth of gas and and do the wind windows and and give them some snacks and. And then um, I asked the, uh, the employee, what, what do you think about that? And uh, I get in gas and driving a Maserati. He goes, um, he must be hurting somehow. And, you know, with that car makes me think uh, the driver is used to good service. So I did the very best I could. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anyway, that, that's, uh, that, that day was, that, there's a lot more to that day where, uh, but I could, I could, I could share more. But that that kind of gives you a feel for, for what the the culture is about. It's it's uh, it's giving back to the community, but it's but it's also uh, taking care of each other. And and you know, I learned a lot that day. It's an incredible story, Kevin. And I think that you know those are the things that um, I know uh, employees are looking for uh, when they're reading their mission statement or their value statements, right. But about how, you know, truly 
a company is living is, you know, I mean, talk about compassion and gratitude, uh, compassion for the people in the community, uh, gratitude for their years of, of, um, of um, uh, work and business they, that they've uh, g- given you uh, and give me some of that back. No, that, that's um, definitely an incredible, incredible story. Well, Kevin, I, I just have one, uh, maybe one final question. And, you know, uh, I know we're talking about the great resignation, you know, and, and that really is a, you know, big topic, uh, certainly has to do with the onset of COVID. Uh, you know, and here we are now, uh, you know, post, post-COVID, uh, still feeling the effects. I think we're going to feel the effects for, for quite a long time. Uh, certainly, I think some of those are driving, uh, you know, the labor market. Uh, and, and employees uh, change uh, about uh, how they feel about the work that they do, where they want to do it, how they want to do it, you know, et cetera. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, the struggles you've had over at uh, Unforgettable Conings Incorporated to, to, to hire and retain talent. Okay, yeah, we're, we're affected uh, as everyone else is and, um, and maybe even... Um, some additional challenges that we have because of the work that we offer is uh, physically demanding and, and all the work that I, I mentioned, the decks, the decking, the coating of the, the, the roofs the, and the painting of exterior walls, it's all outside. And sometimes there's, you know, the work itself is, is uh, physically demanding, but also there's uncomfortable weather conditions. Um, of course, we don't, you know, if it's really windy or rainy or snowy, we, we don't paint, but, um, you know, it's, it's not a job everybody wants to do. And so the, the first thing, Chris, is I, I, you know, you know, we read the statistics as everyone else does. And, and so, you know, as a practical matter, you know, we, we have these values that just aren't things that we, we don't ever talk about that, you know, every weekly meeting with the foreman, we, we talk about a different value. And, and so one, it, it really, uh, it's a good time to put your money where your mouth is with these values and, and make sure people don't feel as if they're treated as objects. And, and, you know, I think we've all had employers or worked places where, you know, employees really weren't valued. And if you don't feel like you're valued right now, there's probably never been a better time to be an employee, right? You can, you, you go somewhere else, you know, that, that will Definitely pay you so. skills and, and maybe it's a shorter drive or maybe it'll allow you to work from home. You know, we, we can't have our painters work from home. You know, that's the, and so the first the first strategy I, I think is is you know anybody could figure out is just take care of the people that you have and and create an environment that um, they want to stay and they feel uh, valued and appreciated and, and even loved that they're they're not going out to look somewhere else. And so that's one strategy. The the second one is um, you know we we don't. You know, we, we want to find what we consider an unforgettable employee, and and so our primary source of recruiting is to use um, friends and families of, of current employees. But the, you know, who's better to talk about what it's really like? You know, you, you know, recruit. You know, I remember, right. I remember, you know, as an HR practitioner, you know, the the saying, uh, "Hey, that's that's not really lying. That's just recruiting." See see the difference? And of course, there's no difference, right? And so. The, the, the point is, is, you know, people can bring people to companies for all kinds of reasons. And, and, and you say, well, the, is the grass greener? Well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But, uh, you know, these, these our employees uh, experience the organization every single day. And, and many of them have not worked at another place where they were treated with respect and, and 
dignity and kindness and all the, all the things I talked about, where they were treated as objects. And so when you want to keep them uh, satisfied, or you used the word aligned earlier. And, and so we want, and for the, so for the first thing, we, we, we bring people who we think are going to be aligned with the culture and the values. Secondly, um, we want to keep them, we want to maintain them well, so they're not, not out looking for green, greener pastures. And, um, and then thirdly, uh, what we've done, we've, we've tried advertising in a couple different places um, that, that hasn't been successful, but what has been successful is we provide retention bonuses to new employees that have been referred to us by uh, in, in existing employees. And we also provide uh, the same bonus structure to um, the referring employee to, to make them think, uh, you know, kind of like those, you know, you know, back back in the day, there were, you know, I get a call from a relative saying, hey, how would you like to go, you know, um, it's, it's kind of like, you know, uh, that kind of thing, but it's, um, the performance bonuses uh, are paid to both the new employee and to the referring employee. And that, that helps them, uh, again, feel valued and connected and keeping their eyes open for their friends and family who might be looking for work. And, and we hope, you know, we also use the term DNA. Uh, hopefully that DNA is is, is um, reflected and in, in they're wanting to be an unforgettable employee. Um, that, that embraces and, and appreciates the, the values and what we're trying to accomplish. And, and then, you know, a lot of these guys don't think about that stuff before they come. They just, they want the check and they want to know how much it's going to be and, and whether they have work the next day. And, and, and one thing I might say is, is after this day that we service the vehicles, and um, we had a short meeting and, and, and uh, there, you know, the 80 painters out there dressed in whites and, and, um, Corey asked him, I want, I want about five of you to say what you just experienced. And, and they all, you know, these guys aren't public speakers, but they all shared, um, expressions of gratitude, uh, for having work and, uh, for working for this type of employer. And then, and then, uh, which was, which is outstanding, uh, an astounding experience. And then Corey asked him, how many of you know people who are out of work? And, you know, there's 80, 80 guys standing there and, you know, friends or family that have lost your jobs because of COVID and every hand went up yeah. and, um, and then just, just a short comment to finish this, this approach is he said, well, tomorrow I'd like you to invite a friend or family to this, this shopping, this grocery store and um, like you to help them get $150 worth of food. And no questions asked, they buy what they want. And um, you just tell them we, pre we appreciate them and we appreciate you. And here, here's something that you can do as an employee to, to bless somebody else's life. Yeah, incredible. But, incredible. but that's, that's, that's part of this, the strategy, Chris, to, to keep people where, where they feel like they're, they're connected to the organization or, you know, again, they're aligned with it. And they're, they're not going to have these experiences elsewhere. And so for them and for me and, and for the families that they invited, um, it was an unforgettable experience. Yeah, incredible. Well, Kevin, um, I really thank you for, for the time today. You know, I talked about doing a podcast with you and um, it's always uh, so enjoyable to hear you uh, talk about what you're passionate about. 
and, and and really, you know, as an as an educator as well and facilitator, sharing that experience with other people, I think is um, is huge. Uh, I think it, it speaks for for itself, but um, you know, it really helps other organizations resonate with what the what the right things to do. And every every organization is unique. Everybody's different. Uh, but I think there's certainly some lessons that we can take uh, from you and, and from UCI. I hope uh, we get to do uh, another podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed today. And uh, I really thank you for participating on our current engagement podcast. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you really, really soon. Okay, Chris, thank you very much. And, and have a good rest of the week. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey there, employee communications and HR folks. We've got some big news to share over here at Hub Engage. We've officially been made a Society of Human Resource Management recertification provider. So if you're a SHRM member and you're in need of getting your mandatory recertification credits, you can tune into our new webinar series where we educate and train you on a variety of HR-related topics and trends, so you're up to date on your continuing education requirement. SHRM is a great place for all things HR, and with this exciting new partnership Hub Engage has created, we can now recertify you while you turn on engagement at the same time inside of your company. For more details and to sign up for a recertification course with one of our Hub Engage SHRM certified experts, Visit hubengage.com and click on the SHRM tab under resources to get started today.